Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Land Grant Holy Land's I-70s football show, where we discuss the entire Big Ten from Rutgers to Ohio State. You can catch us every Monday breaking down the major games, storylines, and previewing the next week's slate. If you love the Big Ten, pack a bag, jump in the car, and enjoy the ride. As always, I am your host, Jordan Williams. I'm here with my co-host, Dante. What's up? Uh, it's been a good week. Has it? I guess. I don't know. I'm just, trying to be, I'm just trying to be positive. There was a lot of blowouts. There was a lot of blowouts. Yeah, it was a lot of blowouts. I'm, uh, I, I'm excited for a short work week. No, hold on, bro. I just looked at it. There was one game. There was one game within seven points in the Big Ten. Two games within the Wisconsin 10 points. One. Yeah, two games within <laughs> ten points. So, I mean, it was a good week for some people. Yeah. Oh no. Like, the, like there's a <laughs> lot of others. Yeah, there's a lot of teams happy and like you know we got those out the way. But <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. I feel like we're always like a week off. Like every time we say something's gonna happen, it happens like the next week. Like when we were like, yeah, this is the week where everybody's gonna take care of business. The people who ha- who need to win are gonna bully these teams. That's what's gonna happen. And then it didn't happen. And then it happened yeah. this week. Yeah. Like, I don't know if this is a game we're actually reviewing, so I just want to mention it. Minnesota finally taking care of business. 35-14 against Indiana. Man. Nah, first of all, that's a fireball offense, isn't it? Like, I need to stop saying that because, like, I, I do this whole thing where it's like, I don't like when coaches get fired because I really don't because, like, of how it affects their family. It's not really about the coach because they're a millionaire and they get millions of dollars to not coach, but, like, you know, uprooting family and kids and stuff like that's not great. So I don't always care. I, mean, I don't always like they, unless, the only uh, reason they'll be uprooted is because um they found a new job. I feel like if I'm fired from a job, I'm not uh, automatically uprooted. I can still live in that area until I find a new job. That's when that starts well, happening. A lot of them go and get a new job immediately. Yeah, most of the time. I wouldn't. (laughs) And you want to know why I wouldn't? Because most of the buyouts are like, we're going to give you $10 million, but if your next salary is $4 million, we're going to lower your buyout by your next salary. Mm -mm. Yeah. Give me my whole 10. Give me my whole 10. I will podcast. I will will get on ESPN. 
I will I will do something, but you're going to pay me all this money and I'm going to kick it with my kids and we gonna be, I'm going to be on vacation. Like, yeah, give me running yeah. that check. But a lot of them don't do that and they go and get jobs immediately. And it's like they go and get like coordinator jobs where they make like a million a year. So they still get most of the buyout, but nope. Run me the whole thing. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> let me get that full team. I'll get a job next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just you know, just I don't need. To I worry. just need, I needed a break. I need a mental break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do the one. Coaching's rough, you know. Do Urban almost thing. died. So <laughs> <laughs> do the one thing that uh, I don't know if you saw that this year, but Chris Peterson, the coach that got fired from the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Uh, what he did this year is he just went to a bunch of teams' training camps and was just kicking it. He was getting a whole bunch of free gear. He was, <laughs> he was, he was, he was studying, right? He was, he was studying the game to learn from his mistakes. <laughs> I love it. Bro was just, that, bro was just scam- that is that is pure scamming right there, <laughs> bro. It's like every every couple of days you saw him in a new fire ass windbreaker. <laughs> He just taking pictures, standing next this to the head coach. This nigga, this nigga was getting tours. Yeah, no, that's that's what I'm doing. Get rubbing my ten mil. <laughs> it's like it's uh, like when uh, it's like when you go on school visits for college. Yep. <laughs> yep, they always give you the free t shirt. Yeah, yeah, I'm, and I'm a, I'm being there like man, run me that, that hat. Hey, that that windbreaker you wore last month that was. It was fire. You got an extra large? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not working. I'm not working. And and I'm only going to the schools in good areas. I'm going to yep. USC. I'm going to UCLA. <laughs> I'm going to Florida. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to FIU. Texas. Texas yeah, A&M. SMU. Like, I'm going it, all warm areas. Yeah. If it's not a good area, I'm not going. <laughs> man, that's that is hilarious. Be like, be like Urban after uh, losing that London game down in Florida with the. Uh... Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Yeah, yeah. But now you got to you got to pay me my whole ten, bro. You yeah. got to pay me my whole ten. Yes, sir. Uh, Dan Mullen just got fired from Florida. Did you see that? I did not. His buyout is his buyout's twelve mil. Oh, but here's the, yeah, here's the, here's the thing. So his buyout, he gets six mil at, within sixty days. So <laughs> sixty days from today, they have to give him six million dollars, and then and then and then they have to give him a mil a year for like the next six years. So eventually, I would get. I'm not gonna go six years without a job. Eventually, I'm gonna get a job. But it doesn't I'm a matter. Go, I'm a, I'll go a year or two. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because they just gave you six mil up front. Up bro front. gets bro gets fired and is really just going to check his Chase app and it's going to say <laughs> six million dollar deposit. <laughs> <laughs> he really getting a mil every ten days. Yeah, and, <laughs> and you and you and you know how um, you know how colleges work. They're closed for the holidays. So he's going to get that six mil before Christmas, bro. Yeah, yeah. He's going to get that six mil before Christmas. Yeah, I'm, I'm out. I'm about to go buy me an island. Like, I'm going on a, like, 
I'm going on a month. And he's been coaching for a while. So, like, who knows if his wife has a job? I'm not in his family business. But even if she does have a job, we're quitting. <laughs> Quit. We're going on a month-long vacation. They'll give you your yeah. job back. Just take family leave. You don't even need to take vacation because you don't need the money. Just, just take. We nah, taking them take the off. Anyway, I'm greedy, but I'm greedy that <laughs> way. So that's what I'm well, saying. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm if you don't paid. have, a, yeah, but if you don't have enough vacation time, that's not stopping you from going. It's just, all right, I'm, I'm taking the days off regardless. I will be back in a month, and we're going to, I don't know, Bali, somewhere warm with a nice yeah, island. We, we chilling. Sipping Mai Tais on the beach. I don't even know what a Mai Tai is. It just sounds like something you drink when they just pay you $6 million not to coach no more. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never had a Mai Tai before. You pay me $6 yeah, million. I, so. I have no clue. No clue whatsoever what a Mai Tai it. looks like, tastes like, none of that. Let me we going to get, get let me get poor it. after this episode. <laughs> we are. <laughs> let me get a Mai I ain't never seen nobody at a Columbus bar order a Mai Tai. <laughs> Never in my life. I don't know a single person. Nope. I don't that's know what a I'm single thinking. person. <laughs> it, don't even have to, it doesn't even have to be good. It just needs to be expensive. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be rich. I'm getting caviar. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even eat caviar. I'm ordering it. <laughs> Give me that someone else. It. Give me your, give me your, mess, but it's going to be give, <laughs> give me your most. Give me your most expensive steak. <laughs> like, yeah, go out. You got it. Go out, butcher the cow, and, and have the steak for me tomorrow. <laughs> it got to be at least 20 ounces. <laughs> <laughs> at least 20 ounces. I'm going to take it as disrespect. Sir, sir, we don't, <laughs> sir, we only sell 12-ounce steaks. I said 20. I said 20. I will, I will, I will buy this buy restaurant. <laughs> I swear to God. I will buy this restaurant right now. <laughs> Twenty. Oh, what is that? What is that? That just reminds me of a movie where. What is that? Is that Lucifer? No, it's not Lucifer. What movie or TV show is that? It doesn't matter. Somebody couldn't get somebody couldn't get into the club, and they just bought the club, and then oh, oh, boss moves. <laughs> yeah, it's like there's like yeah, they wouldn't let them in with their friends. They just bought the club, <clears throat> and you always know it's like some. It's always some quote unquote rival who's like talking trash, uh, like, "Oh, you think you're gonna get in the club? You're so lame!" And then they bought the club, and they're like, <laughs> and, he, and, he t- "And he went to the he went to the bouncer and was like, they can't get in, boss moves, <laughs> boss moves, boss moves. That's what I'm doing. Real give smooth. me my twenty, Love it. give me give me my twenty ounce steak, or I'm buying the restaurant right now, right." And then I'm selling Easy. it because I don't even want the restaurant. I just wanted the 20 ounce steak. My 20 ounce steak and sell it back to you for double the price, bitch. Because <laughs> now y'all sell oh. 20 ounce steaks. Oh, man. The best job in the world is being a fired football coach. The second best, <laughs> the second best job in the world is being a backup quarterback in the NFL. But mm-hmm. being a fired football coach is the greatest job in the country. I like I would do any <laughs> I would do anything to be a fired head coach. I don't even I don't even want to be good at the job. I just want to get fired. I want to have that guaranteed and then buy out balls. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what's, what's my buyout? <laughs> Bet. Okay, I don't have to recruit sixteen-year-olds no more. Okay, <laughs> gosh darn it! Uh, I just oh, really, no. I just wanted to, I just really wanted to spend all of December calling a sixteen-year-old who's doing TikTok <laughs> dances. <laughs> <laughs> 
Nah, because now your kids are going to make you do them. Oh, God. <laughs> but, but at least they're your kids. Like, you got somebody else. Somebody else's kid got you doing TikTok dances, and then they go to freaking Alabama. Like, <laughs> Nick Saban hasn't done a single TikTok dance. You're in, the, you're in their house. <laughs> you're in their house dancing to I'm a Savage. And then... <laughs> And then they go to, and then they go to Alabama. <laughs> like, fire me! Like you gave her your dignity for what? <laughs> fire me now! <laughs> oh God, Dan Mullen is. And so then you got coaches who get extensions, and then come out and wet the bed against a rival to school. <sighs> Just. Why did he sign the extension? Because <laughs> you knew he was going to stay there. I told you he was going to stay there. I, just, I told you he wasn't going nowhere. Wait, which one are you talking about? I'm talking about um, Michigan State. Oh, I thought you were talking about Scott Frost. Because <laughs> he, he was in the perfect position to get fired and get the buyout. I thought you were talking about Scott Frost. No. Because <laughs> I, I, that's right. I watched the beginning of that game, and they were like, Scott Frost just signed an extension. And I was like, Jordan's not going to be happy about that. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. So he was going to be so mad. <laughs> I've been mad for weeks. <laughs> Every time I think of Scott Frost. <laughs> Hold on, hold on, hold on. I just like I I'm so I'm childish and I really need to do better. But I just need to tell you. I don't I just need to tell you what I put in this article that came out today. Cause I really shouldn't have done him like this, but it just I've been mad for weeks. <laughs> hold on. Where did I put that at? Who did they play? Oh, this is terrible podcasting, but it's like, you know, it's crazy because really... they were they were they immediately was like, he can't really win the big games. But congratulations on that extension. <laughs> listen, listen, this is what I said. I said, in a game where Wisconsin's defense decided not to show up, and legendary Scott, we almost won, Frost, had his team <laughs> ready to play. <laughs> it is. It has become... <laughs> When I, when I started doing this podcast, I did not know that my brand was going to be hating Scott Frost, but I've, <laughs> but I've accepted it. <laughs> Legendary. I, we almost won. I will not. <laughs> I will not give up. And then, and then I'm watching the end of the game, right? I'm watching the end of the game, and they literally are talking about how all he did was lose close games as he's <laughs> losing a close game yeah, close game and i'm just so tired like, can, he beat, can he beat a, a big 10 rival or can he beat a team uh ranked no <laughs> they, I'm, they're I'm, like nope can't do it showing them all the stats of just how bad he's been against ranked schools i'm so <laughs> tired of the they're the best three and seven team in the country are they <laughs> <laughs> why does that matter because that, that doesn't make any sense to me. The best three and seven teams. So a polished turd is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Because it's like, what? The best trash team? Who cares about that? <laughs> why, why would you be happy it's about like, that? It's, it's like, cool. That's, that's actually a double insult. 
It's it's like it's like cool. You got a new trash can. Your old the wheels the wheels aren't broke. It still works. Like you can roll it down the driveway. You don't have to pick it up, right? It's a little bit heavier, so the wind's not blowing it up. You have a you have a really nice trash can. It's like, a trash can. <laughs> still, still a trash can. I'm I'm just disgusted with everything. <laughs> I completely yeah, yeah. Since we're on that game. <laughs> it was Let's really see. competitive. It, it was, was a really competitive game. It was really nice to watch. It was a fun game to watch. And it was one of those games that just is like a glaring example of everything Jordan said about Scott Frost in, 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 in Nebraska and Martinez. <laughs> Bro, like we were just talking about it before we started recording. And we're what I'm. I'm sure we're both watching the game at this point, and yeah. it's close. Nebraska's driving. It's like bet, bet, and the way that they film games is the worst because you can't see everyone on the field, which is super stupid, and we all know that. And all they you should see have that is, Madden cam. No one wants to literally broadcast just right from behind the yeah. offensive line. They literally freaking all you see is Scott Frost throw the ball. I mean, Adrian Martinez throw the ball, and you can't see the wide receiver. But as soon as he throws the ball, we both knew it wasn't where it was supposed to go. <laughs> like, 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 because you couldn't see the wide receiver. So I'm looking at the trajectory of the like ball, you can see and I'm the like, ball, but you can't see a receiver. That's in that not area. going like, there. No, oh no, this <laughs> <laughs> isn't going and, to where it's supposed to go. And where did it go? Right, right to Wisconsin safety. Like that was the e- that was the easiest interception that kid's ever had in his entire life. It's one of the easiest interceptions I've ever seen. Because it was sad because he, and when they showed the replay, he was late coming over to guard the wheel route. So yeah. he had an open receiver. And that was going to be a really big play. for some odd reason threw it so inaccurate that the safety stopped and waited for the pass. While the receivers running down the field going, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Where'd the ball go? Who's that going to? It was, oh, it was it was truly Nebraska in a nutshell. It was all of it. It was Scott Frost. It was Adrian Martinez. It was just like, because because outside of the running back who I have to talk about because I'm just like super impressed. Mm-hmm. Outside of the running back, it was not a good day for Wisconsin. Like not really. this, not really. First of all, if you watch the game, like I don't know, I know you watched it. Depending on what point in time you watch that, you may know this. But in case you don't, do you know how old he is? The running back? Yeah. Isn't he a redshirt freshman? Not a redshirt, no. but he's a freshman, right? Yeah. But still, do you know how old he is? What, 21? He's 17. <laughs> he's, a, he's a literal child. Yeah, his birthday was next month. Who knows? But he's a literal child. Like he can't even he can't even sign paperwork by himself. Nope. And he ran for two hundred and twenty eight yards and three touchdowns. He gonna be nasty in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> he's gonna bro, be nasty because no one cares he's, about Wisconsin. He's seventeen, bro. I'm like, I'm. He's gonna sick. be twenty going into the league. Yeah, that's gonna help him. That's gonna help him a lot because they don't give many years running backs at least. 
No, and he's going to be getting – he's he is going to be in, like, his second or third NFL season before he gets his grown man strength. Yep. And, like, his grown man body. Like, before the weight room, like, really starts to kick in for him. Because it's going to help a lot now. But, yeah, there's a point in time where you just become, like, 21, 22, and your grown man body grow in. And, yeah, that's going to be – that's gonna be that's scary. gonna be his third. That's gonna be his third year in the league, bro. And then Nebraska, as a lot of Big Ten teams are, they're teams with a lot of people that are older because like they don't have the superstars to go straight to the league. So right. he's doing this against people who are like twenty four. Yeah, yeah. Could you imagine being twenty four and you're a fifth year senior? You're twenty four and you and give up two hundred twenty eight yards to a seventeen year old. Yeah, somebody seven years younger than you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what yeah. what yeah it's oh. crazy right so that's just so you come <laughs> 17 you're going for a ride that and man, the dude that is man. 17 that man was just at prom <laughs> <laughs> like oh god his parents have to sign paperwork for him to take his classes he can't even <laughs> go to, that man can't go to the doctor by himself yeah, you can. Not at 17. You sure? Yes, your parents have to sign your, all your paperwork before until you're 18. Oh, man. You're right. Yeah, he can't yeah. get prescriptions. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And he, that, he just dominated. He dominated the game. Yeah. I mean, two hundred. Like, but it was yards. just, it was kind of just one-sided because like, the defense, it was, you're right. Def- oh, Wisconsin's defense decided to shit the bed, and they still won. It's because, yep. and that's like, and I think Wisconsin knew that. It was like, yo, we don't even have to play that great defense this week because we know Nebraska ain't gonna find a way to win a close game because Scott Foster is over there. Yeah, he's uh, he's going to lose the game one way or the other. <laughs> <laughs> like, one it's way. just so sad. Like that, oh, yeah, I'm glad it was. I'm, I'm glad it was a competitive game because every other game was, yeah, yeah. And I'm not surprised it was a competitive game, but it's just yeah, like a at decent what, team. At what point does that stop being your calling card? <laughs> like, at what point? How many times do I have to like SpongeBob? How many times do I have to teach you this lesson, <laughs> old man? Like, how like how many times can you lose a close game before people keep saying, "Oh, you're almost close"? No, you're not. Whoa, almost how close. Is, how long was that extension like, for Scott Foster? Uh, too long. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even. I don't even know. I don't even know the details. I just know it was too long. Oh man. So if it's like four year extension, well. It's going to be for another four years. <laughs> They're going to be okay with the f- The fact that he's still coaching is too long. His extension is three weeks too long because he should have been fired three weeks ago. <laughs> like every day that he is breathing as the every day that he every day that he gets to wake up and take a breath and put on a Nebraska polo is too long. <laughs> And Were the they sad at Wisconsin. Um, was that at Wisconsin? Oh, I don't know. Actually, yeah, I think it was at Wisconsin. That's even worse. Wisconsin had a terrible game at home, mm-hmm. and you couldn't win. Couldn't win. They gave I'm it disgusted. to you. 
I'm disgusted. Okay, I don't want to talk about this game no more. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about this game no more. Why? Um, Any other game was was meh. Yeah, because it was I'm over just gonna, before halftime. Yeah, it's just gonna make continue to make me mad. Like it was supposed to be a good day. <laughs> it was supposed to be a good day. Ohio State won. The Colts won. Like. People believe Michigan has a chance, which is just great. Like it was supposed to be, it was supposed to be a good week, and here we are talking about Scott freaking Frost. Frost. Really, we're talking about two. We're talking about two coaches who should be fired because I don't care. Fire Wisconsin's coach too. You already know how I feel. Fire everyone on the West. Damn. Besides Minnesota, in Indiana. Yeah. I mean, not Indiana, Illinois. Yes, because they have new coaches. Although, although I'm getting real close to the follow uh, fire Minnesota's coach too, because I wrote my article today, and I was like, "Oh, Wisconsin versus Minnesota is a winner take all game, and whoever wins gets to go to the Big Ten championship game." But that's not true because they lost to freaking Iowa. So if Minnesota beats Wisconsin, Iowa goes to the championship. And it's just like. I'm still not entirely there. Yeah, I'm still not entirely there because, like, this is the best Minnesota's been in a while, and they are winning. Like, I think they're going to finish the year like eight and four or nine and three, something like that. That's a really good year. So it's like, I'm I'm not going to fire you just yet, but I almost want to because you lost (laughs) to Illinois and Bowling Green. (laughs) But so did Penn State. Penn State lost to Illinois. Yeah, but James Franklin's leaving no matter what. James Franklin doesn't. I'm not want even, that job even talking about the coaches. I'm just saying, like, you can't. If Illinois can find a way to beat Penn State, which was a top team in the Big Ten, losing to Illinois as Minnesota ain't that bad. I okay, think but Minnesota might finish with the to, same record as Penn State. So, what do you have to say about Bowling Green? Hey. <laughs> Anytime you, anytime anyone starts a sentence with A, it's, there's nothing good follows. Because I had nothing. Because um, I really was hoping you wouldn't have brought that up. Like, yeah, yeah, I was talking about Illinois. I'm talking about Big Ten. And you like, you green. Good. hey, yeah, bro, okay. you, you in a different division. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, they're gonna finish. Uh, they'll be they'll either be eight and four, or seven and five. Mm. I'm hoping eight and four. Yeah, that's the. Would you fire Purdue's coach? Uh, if they yes. lost to Indiana, maybe. Yeah, we we <laughs> talked. No, we talked about why I would fire Purdue's coach. I would yeah. fire Purdue's coach because how the hell can you beat all of these top ten teams? And then only, and then still win six games a year. And I know that this game, I know, I know that this year is different. They're gonna go eight and four, which is good. That's fine. But like, come on, bro. <laughs> what? You, you beat all these top ten teams and then win six games? <laughs> yeah, they all gotta go. They all gotta go. Actually, you know what? No, I'll be nice today. I'll be nice today. Purdue's coach gets the hardball extension. He gets the oh, one man. year to prove it. He gets the one year to prove it. But if he doesn't do it next year, he gets fired. Fair enough. Because it's hard. It is hard to fire you off of beating two top team teams, having a really good offense, and going eight and four. Eight and four is yeah. solid. That is a good year. Like 
everyone always wants to talk about the playoffs and all that other kind of stuff and act like nothing else in sports matters, and that's not true. Eight and four is a good year. They're going to go to a quality bowl game. If they win the bowl game, which they just might because their offense is really good, uh, they might go nine and four. That's a good year. So he gets he gets the, he gets the extra year. But if he doesn't win eight games next year, he's out of there. <laughs> he's out of there. I think. Done I think. For. I think. I don't think he. And I. I don't think they. Uh, they will because I think Indiana is gonna um turn it around and be where Purdue is. But again, that's what we thought this year. So. Who I'm knows? not ready to say that. You want to know why I'm not ready to say that? And for everyone listening, half the stuff that we're talking about is on the show plan, and we're talking about it so out of order. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> so, so let's talk about it. You mentioned Indiana. I can't say I can't agree with you with Indiana. And you want to, actually this is the perfect segue because Indiana plays Purdue, right? Indiana is going to lose to Purdue, right? Probably. Do you know what that means? That means Indiana is 0-9 this season in the Big Ten. They couldn't get one win. I can't I don't I, I, I can't say Indiana is gonna go gonna win eight games. There's no promising signs. But I mean we I, I didn't think Purdue would win eight games this year. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It's Indiana. <laughs> if Purdue went 0 and 9, you would understand that. It's like, okay, that's yeah. just like that's whatever. Indiana, what not one. They couldn't win one Big Ten game. They got blew out by Minnesota, who lost they to did. Illinois, who lost to Bowling Green. You keep bringing that Bowling Green thing up. <laughs> it wasn't even a close game. Yeah, they got beat by twenty-one points. Yeah, it was bad. It was that's bad. a fireable offense. Fire, fire, Tom <laughs> Allen. He's a good coach, but fire him anyway. I'm just tired of it. Just fire everybody. I'm tired of like, I'm tired of like mediocre. Like, cause it's just like, it's just like, there's nothing positive, especially, especially with this, right? Good or bad, you can't really include the pandemic season in anything. But if you take out the pandemic season, he hasn't had a good season at Indiana. So this is just who he is. He's just getting worse. <laughs> like, like if we're not, if we're not, if we're not talking negatively on like Jim Harbaugh and 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 uh, uh, James Franklin and some of those guys who kind of struggled last year, Minnesota's right. coach they struggled last year. If we're not saying, oh, they struggled, and we're giving them like, oh, it was it was just because the pandemic. We have to do the same thing thing for the teams that were good last year, especially the ones who aren't typically good. So if the pandemic year doesn't matter for nobody, because you can't take you can't take it away from the bad coaches, but then credit the good coaches. Like it doesn't really work that way. Like it was just a lost year for everybody, essentially. Right. So if that's the case, he's never had a good season and he's getting worse. Yeah, I I didn't even notice that they didn't win a game in the Big Ten until you mentioned it. And I had to go back and look, and they're not even like they're kind of getting handed their asses each game in the Big Ten. Yeah. Besides Maryland, oh, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, he might have to go. Fire everybody. Uh, I mean, Michigan everybody. State only. They they had a competitive game against Michigan State. So I don't remember what year he got hired. I feel like it was twenty. It was twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen. 
Um, because their last coach was Kevin Wilson. So better, barely who's a, who, WKU Western, Western Kentucky. Kentucky. Yeah, they barely won that game. Yeah, to a directional school. Yeah, yeah. It's looking rough. <laughs> yeah, and they the, only have one decent game, and that's against Idaho. Get them out of here. Get them out of here. Get them out of here. I can't do it. Time to go. And they're not going to because we know that. So I'm just going to work myself up for nothing. And I'm going to write a bunch (laughs) of articles. I'm going to write a bunch of articles in the offseason of why all these guys should be fired. And then we're going to do this podcast next year. And I'm going to be like, see, I told you they should have been fired. And no one's going to want to listen to me because it's going to sound miserable. And it's like, all right, I'm sorry. But, like, I just hate mediocrity. Yeah, no. Especially when you're getting paid millions of dollars. This is straight trash. This is this is garbage. And and the thing is, like, it's not about the losing because I think Brett Bielema is doing a good job at Illinois. Like, I'm I'm fine with you losing if you are building towards something. If you're losing the right way, if you are, if there's progress being made. But also, there has to be a timeline. Like, you can't be losing in year five. Not this bad. So, I'm like just, you can't um, be losing every last one of your Big Ten games. You just can't. It just makes no sense to me. It doesn't. Okay, so Michigan versus Maryland. Mm-hmm. That game was perfect. Man. And it was perfect because Michigan is going to be confident <laughs> that they Here can you do go. the same thing to Ohio State. Oh, man. Like, like you – you go into a game, right, and you don't mm-hmm. overlook them, right? It's a, it's a team with the offense. You go and you beat them fifty nine to eighteen. There's nothing to do but feel yourself. There's nothing to do but like, yeah, we mm-hmm. got it figured out. We can do this, yeah. Until you can't, <laughs> <laughs> and it's crazy because it's not the. F- I think this is not the first nor like the third time Michigan has put up fifty points this year. All for them to score 17 against Ohio State. Oh, man. Just 17? <laughs> and that's that they're lucky if they get 17. Because oh, I don't think they're lucky. They're, they're, well, they're gonna, enough to put up 21 points. Yeah, but I'm going to tell you why they're lucky. Of the two, let's just, let's just break it down like this. Who has the better quarterback, Michigan or Michigan State? Uh, I guess I, I, I'm going to have to go with Michigan. No, you're lying to yourself. But like, Am I? you I'm haven't felt that way all year. Cade McNamara is not a good quarterback. Okay, that's I fine. think he, I think he's he's become better as the season's gone on. Whereas Michigan State's offense is a, is definitely, um, centered around their running game. So is Michigan's. It is, but I think Michigan has done a better job at incorporating their passing game than Michigan State has. So I have to say Michigan. As the better quarterback, I think he's done. He's grown more as the year gone has gone on. I think you're mixing those up because it's actually I- been the exact. Yeah, it's been the exact opposite. Michigan State was the one that was using their passing game, and that's how they beat Michigan because they were throwing the ball. They had, but he didn't. He he didn't have a passing touchdown in the game. He had. He made plays when it mattered. Like yeah, on that but it was also in a run game like too. They had a lot of long runs. The, the, well, yeah, because they're a running team. 
Yeah, like in that fourth quarter, they had like two big runs for touchdowns. Okay, so either way, you can have Michigan. Who has the better running game? Is it okay to say equal? If not, I'll lean towards Michigan State. I guess even's fine. I guess the point that I'm trying to make up is essentially there's a way. Now, Michigan does have a better defense, though. So I have to give you that for for one. But there's a very real chance that this game goes the same exact way. Because Michigan, nor Michigan State, is good at passing the ball. So you were trying to discredit Ohio State for stopping Kenneth Walker. And you were partially right. Because eventually, once the score gets up, you can't run the ball. So... Michigan doesn't have like, a good passing like, game. And they can't I run the ball. To, I didn't get a chance to even reply to you. But, like, when I turned, when I started the game, because I completely forgot what day it was, like, <laughs> I was like, oh, it's Saturday. So I turned the game on, and they were already <laughs> up 14 nothing. You already down. You down a lot there. And then they got, they had a nice little drive going, and I think fumbled or threw a pick. I can't remember. Yeah, they fumbled. And, uh, they fumbled, yeah. And then. Two plays later, Ohio State's in the end zone. That's 21 nothing. We can't really run the ball. And it's already the first quarter. You can't run the ball. And they had, even the commentator said it was like, you can still keep you can still keep it up, but the drive stalls, and then Ohio State scores again. 28 nothing. You can't run the ball now. You can't run the ball now. Yeah. So my thing is uh, like, uh, Ohio Walker. State was putting up points like nothing. and that's that's exactly what i'm getting at i don't like they're they're good enough to put up 17 or 21 but there's a very real chance the game looks the same exact way especially because ohio state hates michigan so they're going to want to do it even more and if that and if it if it starts to happen like that i trust michigan state's passing game more than i trust michigan mainly because at least in my opinion they have the better quarterback and they definitely have the better wide receiver they actually have the better two so, wide receivers, but one of them was injured. So if the game goes the same exact way, Michigan can't pass. That's why I'm saying I'm giving them credit by saying they're going to get 17 because I do think they're going to play better than Michigan State did because Michigan State's only got that seven on third stringers. So I do think Michigan is going to score they, when they, the game they, matters. That game, that game was supposed to be 49 nothing. so I'm going to say 40 – or I'm sorry, that game should have been 56 nothing. So I'm going to say the game was 56 nothing. So if you think yeah. Michigan can at least put up points where Michigan State didn't because they didn't – yeah, I'm giving them credit. Michigan has a better but I can't, game. But I can't – no, I, I think that Michigan's not going to – I think Michigan is going to make more plays on defense that give them a chance to score. Okay. Like, I can see them forcing a turnover or getting a sack and getting good field position on a punt. So it's not that I think they have a better passing game. I just think they're ultimately going to play better. Okay. I I do think they'll play better than Michigan State did. I, but again, I didn't even think Michigan State. I just truly didn't expect Michigan State to play that poorly. I don't think they were ready for that game at all. I don't know what they did. It is. I don't know I, how you're I, not ready for that game, but it's like they really weren't. They and it's like I, I think I think what happens is because here's the thing: everyone's been talking all year about how bad Ohio State's defense is. But people like me, you, some other people who, like, really, really watched the game could tell that they were getting better. Yeah, they're not great. They're still, the they're still not great. And so I think they were looking at how – I think that they were overconfident 
And and then there was a conversation that we had last week where it was like, yes, Ohio State hasn't played a good running back, but Ohio State's issue was never the run game. When they never were getting torched game. in the first two weeks, the coaches even admitted it. They tried so hard to fix the passing game that it was affecting the run game. So, and I said last week that Mo Ibrahim, Ibrahim was a better running back than Kenneth Walker, as much as I love Kenneth Walker. So looking at his success against Ohio State, you can't really do that because Ohio State was playing a different different scheme and Mo's a better running back. So I said, I was like, I don't know if it's going to happen, but there's a very real chance that Ohio State shuts down Kenneth Walker and because he's been shut down before. And Ohio State typically doesn't let good running backs run the ball on them, yeah. even though this is a different defense. And I think they saw some of the struggle. They probably watched Oregon film. They probably didn't watch film recently. And they probably went into that game thinking that they were going to run the ball and do whatever they wanted to. And they were going to – because Ohio State has weak points. I think they thought that they were going to get their wide receiver in the slot and attack yeah. uh, number 17, the safety. And they just couldn't do it because Ohio State's defense is better. And they rose to the occasion. And I, I, and it was, it was one of those times where it wasn't like the, in a way the defense didn't shut down Kenneth Walker, often Ohio State's offense did. That's yeah. that's that that's how I look at it. Ohio State's offense really shut him down because they scored so fast and so in such an abundance that Kenneth Walker was null and void. So by the second I look, quarter, <laughs> I look at it. I look at it differently. I look at it, Ohio State's defense shut down Kenneth Walker, and then the offense made him null and void. But when you watch, and I know it's only five carries, but when you watch the game early, they were getting him. They were stopping runs in the backfield and and with his backup because his backup had some carries too early to where they were forcing them to throw early, which is not their game. But, and, and yeah, got but them that's out of the rhythm, thing. But that's and the thing. then the stuff, offense was scoring. But that's, that's what I was saying. Like, games like – stuff like that happens – that can happen as long as you don't in the on defense allow them to score in two or three plays. So like, yeah, you have a stall out drive. You could have a few stall out drives to start the game, but if you stall out and then your defense gives up three touchdowns, then I'm, then the game is over. Yeah, it's over. Like you could see they, they, you the Michigan's uh plan of attack, their strong part of their offense was shut down because their defense couldn't get a stop to save their lives. It was three touchdowns. It was 21 nothing in the first quarter. You're already shut down from the running game before the second quarter even starts. Then it's 49 nothing at halftime. <laughs> it was, I there's, just, no, there's nothing I, you can do. Like, yeah, they did. They did stop him because, but again, he only had five carries because it was 21 nothing in the first few minutes of the game. Yeah. But I'm going to say this, though. I hear what you're saying, but I don't think that's giving enough credit to the defense because, in my opinion, I think, I'm, I think it's giving full credit to the defense. You got I off the it, field and your offense did. It was a full, complete game. Defense yeah. got off the field and offense put up hella points. Now, yeah. now I'm up twenty one nothing. I could come after your quarterback. We don't even have to worry about our pass defense because I can rush five because we got a twenty one to twenty eight point lead. Yeah, I think the I think the defense played better than the offense in this game. Huh? Yeah, your offense put up forty nine points at halftime. Your quarterback yeah. threw seven. What was it, six or seven touchdowns? And you have the yeah. nerve to really say that? How yep. dare you? Yep. That is insane. That Do you want to know why? You want to know why? First of all, 
to score. Yo, defense gave up seven points. To score, I'm including your third stringers. Yep. To score forty nine points. First of all, first of all, that's fine because the offense only scored seven points in the second half. So that like that's a wash. Anyway, to score seven points, to score forty nine points in the first half, that means you have to have the ball seven times. There's only thirty minutes. That means the defense has to give you the ball immediately. And the thing but is, not have, only but yeah, but you how not many only times, shutting how many times down have we seen games where defenses shut down can shut down uh, uh other teams' offense, and then your offense doesn't do anything with that ball. My Steelers do that all the time. Yeah, and that's that's fine. But Ohio State didn't need the fifty six points. They needed to stop them, and it wasn't just Kenneth Walker. The quarterback had a bad day. They get they were getting sacks. They were getting pressure. They yeah, had eleven. They had eleven. They had eleven pass breakups. Yeah, because they were up twenty eight to nothing. I can but play as but you can't and aggressive as I want on defense but you, because you my can't offense gave me a lead. You can't say that because Ohio State was up on Purdue, but Purdue kept moving the ball and scoring, and it was still technically a blowout by the score, but Purdue also scored 30 points. Michigan State could have scored 30 points and still lost by 20. Ohio, the, the, the Purdue spread was 19.5 points. Ohio State covered the spread, but still gave up 33 points. It could have been the same exact game, but it wasn't. The defense absolutely shut them out, and that's why I said the defense played better, because the offense was going to score regardless. Especially 49, with Michigan. 49 points in the first half, though? I didn't expect that, but at the end of the day, Michigan State had the worst passing defense in the league and and all of college football. There's 130 teams that they are 130th. Mm. The defense has not been good. The defense has not been that good, and they shut them down, especially right after giving up 30 points to Purdue. So that's why I say they played. Well. What's the name? Olave had only six, four or five catches, a hundred and twenty some yards. It was the first quarter. <laughs> listen, if, if we're arguing who played better, it's uh, it's a good sign. Ohio State played well. So, <laughs> but I just think was... that the Ohio State Michigan game has the potential to be the same exact thing. Okay. I'm I'm not disagreeing. I just I think Michigan will definitely put up points in the first half. <laughs> like they'll be able to score in that first half and maybe so, the second half. The the biggest thing that I have with Michigan, and this has nothing to do with Ohio State. This has everything to do with Michigan. Michigan kicks more field goals than anybody in the country. Like everyone talked good. about. Everyone talked about how bad Ohio State's red zone offense was, and Ohio State's red zone offense was bad for two games. Michigan literally in, uh, Nebraska. Yep. Michigan, they, they put the stat up on one of the games. They literally kick field goals more than anyone in the country. Their red zone offense is absolutely terrible. So my thing with Michigan, I can fully see this game being like 28-6 to six at halftime and Michigan having three really good drives that they settled for field goals cuz Jim Harbaugh is stupid and one good drive <laughs> that and one good drive that ends in like a turnover 
Mm-hmm. And it's like Michigan should be Michigan should be so much closer, but they're down twenty two because Jim Harbaugh in the biggest game of his freaking career is kicking field goals. And you can't tell me that this he's is not the gonna biggest do it game of his career every year. No, <laughs> no, but here's the thing. It's different this year because he's eleven and one. He's already beat Wisconsin. They're most likely going to the West. He's eleven and one. You beat Ohio State. You win the East. You most likely beat Wisconsin. You're now the number two seed in the playoff. Some of the other years, they already had two or three losses. So you you want to beat them, but it doesn't have the same implications. This you win this game, you're going to the college football playoffs. Yeah. And you're yeah. playing free, and you're probably playing Cincinnati. You can beat Cincinnati, which means you can, you can make it to the national championship game and lose to Georgia or Alabama. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh in a national championship game, they're going to give him a 10-year, $105 million extension. <laughs> He's going to get that John Gruden. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so this is – and this is coming off a season where they almost fired him. This is by far the biggest game of his career. And he's going to go out there. insane. After almost getting fired, come around, going 11-1, come, in, come and play uh, Ohio State and win. That's actually yeah. insane. But here's the thing. Realistically, it's believable. Because if mm-hmm. you can beat this Ohio State team, you can beat anybody in the country besides maybe Georgia. You've already beat Wisconsin. You can beat them again. You can beat Cincinnati. I'm not saying you will, but you can. You can beat no, Cincinnati. No, I think they would. I think they you would can beat, beat Cincinnati. You can beat Oklahoma. You may not. I don't know about Oklahoma State because they have a really good defense, but like that would be a good game. I'm not. I think they would at least be in that game. They would beat Notre Dame. These are all the teams who have a chance. If Ohio State loses, these are all the yeah. teams that would have a chance to get that like fourth seed or whatever. Like they could beat everyone else that's left if they beat Ohio State. This is the biggest game of his career, and he's going to go out there and kick field goals and be down twenty-eight to six at halftime. I, I, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I think they definitely could. If they win this game, they should be. They should be in the national championship game. It, yeah. it, it wouldn't be a cakewalk, but you are. You should be favored. To uh, make it to that game and then then toss up if he in the national championship game, but you should be in it. Yeah, because it's this, it's the same thing with Ohio State this year. Oh, like the Big Ten is really good this year. Michigan is a good football team. I'm ready to admit it. They are a good football team. They have two really good pass rushers. They have a really good running game. Um, like they have some things. It's just at the end of the day, it's still Jim Harbaugh. And a limited yeah. quarterback, which is really the most frustrating thing because Jim Harbaugh was supposed to be the quarterback whisperer. But that's why I say it's the biggest game of his career because if they win this game, they should be in the national championship. Same thing with Ohio That'd State. Be, that would be really, really crazy. That would be really, really crazy. And he's going to go out and kick field goals. He's yeah. going to go field goal for touchdown, and the game's going to be out of hand at halftime. Yeah. And it's it's disgusting. And he's gonna be ten and two, and they're gonna go to the Rose Bowl. And if he loses the if he loses the Rose Bowl, I would fire him. Yeah, even at ten, even at ten and three, I would fire him. No, because that means he um he hasn't won a bowl game at all. 
Yeah, like I, I, would, I still think he's he's over in all his bowl games. Yeah, I would fire him at ten and three. Yeah. If he gets blown out, if he goes out, if this then game he goes happens, to USC. <laughs> yo, literally, like, there's only be one really, way. really good there. Watch. <laughs> yeah, if if he if they lose this game and it's a close game, it's a competitive game. Fine, whatever happens, happens. But if they That'd lose this nice. game, Make yeah, if they heart, lose heart attack game, literally. But if they lose this game, like I'm saying, and he goes out there and doesn't go for it on fourth down and, and doesn't and kicks field goals and stuff like that, I would fire him. Yeah, you gotta play. You gotta play for your life here. Because you don't want to win. Play like every, you got everything to lose. You don't want to win. I'm going for every fourth down plus the 50-yard line. Every fourth down? Plus 50, yeah. Well, okay. Sorry. Every – because if it's like fourth and 10, I'm not going for it. That's every, what I'm saying. Like, what if it's fourth and 10 or like that? Yeah, every realistic fourth down. So, so like, fourth and six? Yeah. Something you can get on like – I'm not going. Yeah, something you can get on like a normal play, okay. but also the thing with that is if you have that mindset, a third and ten becomes a totally different game, because a third and ten instead of getting ten, you only need to get six, because you have two plays to get it. So then it's fourth and four. Like you can, like you know what I mean. Like it changes the course of the game because when it's third and ten, you don't have to do a deep pass to get twelve. You can get six or seven. That could be your goal. You know, you can throw underneath and try to get some yak. You could even still run the ball if your running game is going well and yeah. try try to get it to a fourth and five, fourth and six. That's how I would coach this game. But I know he's not going to. We'll just have to see. So We will have to see. I don't even know where we're at on the show plan. We're all Technically, over the place. We're, we're previewing OSU-Michigan, so... But it's <laughs> just like... <laughs> yeah. Because we kind of... So, we, we did, like... We did smooth, smooth recaps of all three of those games and then transitioned into previewing OSU yeah. Michigan. So we we just doing this like by ear at this point. I, honestly. But we don't but we're on track. Yeah. And nobody wants us to sell out. That's crazy. We're so good. We're so good at this. And nobody wants to pay us hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, that's crazy. Can't believe it. But yeah, yes. but like so uh, let me ask you this question. Cause this is a game we're gonna spend some time on. Um, because we have to. It's the biggest game. Um, yeah. How does Michigan win this game, realistically? Because it's not going to be hold Ohio State to 17 points. So it's going to be some sort of a shootout. You trust their passing game a little bit. You think it's gotten better. If they win this game. I, I, they can't happen? win the game in a shootout. They can. It can't be a shootout for them to win this game. Okay, so how win. do they win? If they win they the game, have to hold. They have to hold Ohio State to 28 points. Is that not a shootout? I mean, I guess technically it's not. No, no, a shootout okay. in an Ohio State game is like fifty something points. Okay, that's fair. So, so <laughs> someone's you wake up on Sunday or, or like four o'clock on Saturday. Michigan's won the game. What happened? Uh, they played like they wanted it more. They just they played like they wanted to win, and they found ways to get. To get pressure, they got pressure on Stroud. That's really what you got to do. That's that's really the biggest way is to get pressure on him, because again, he is a freshman. So, <laughs> I if they if they found a way to get pressure on on the quarterback and didn't give up big plays, because they that's a whole a whole another thing too. They didn't give up any big plays. That's how they win that game. 
Okay. They have to only give up one big play for them to win that game. It can't be two or three. It can't be every every possession like against Michigan State. Because each scoring drive for Ohio State in that first half was a big play at some point. Essentially, yeah. Except the first one. Yeah. The first and one. And I didn't was, even see I didn't even see the first two drives because I I forgot it was Saturday and turned on the game. It was 14 nothing. So I was like, oh, I'm already behind, and so is Michigan State. <laughs> yeah, the first drive was methodical. And then the rest was all gas, no breaks. See, that's the thing, and that's what happens. Like, if you give up a methodical drive, you cannot give up a drive next that has a big play touchdown and then give up another big play touchdown. You can't do that. Methodical drive and then three and out, three and out. You got to do stuff like that. You got to be like, okay, we, we can't give – we just can't give up a – one of the, one of those plays was like a 56-yard touchdown. You can't give that up. Are you talking about the like the go route? I think it was. It was, that just, was, it was like the second play of the third or fourth drive, and he literally yeah. just threw the ball up, and it was a touchdown immediately. I was like, I literally was like, they just got back from commercial, <laughs> and it was a touchdown. Yeah, uh, it was actually the second. Well, no, it was oh, – which one are you talking about? Cause it was one of those plays, I think it was like Olave. It was like a 56 or 60-something yard touchdown. Oh, it, was it, it to Olave? Yeah. Oh, you're talking about the post route where he broke the Yeah, so that would that would have been the first that was the first touchdown you saw then when it was fourteen yeah. nothing and he goes off. Okay. You missed yeah. the other one, the go ball, where you know when you're a receiver and like the go ball, you you know, you make your move at the line and then you try to clear their hands off of you. Yeah. Yeah. Um Garrett Wilson did that, but he beat the corner so bad off the line, his hands weren't on him. He swipes so the because so it's just, just it's just natural. He beats him off the line. You expect the hand to be there. You swipe the hand because it slows him down, and then you you have both your hands. He literally, there's a video. He swipes at air because he has the dude beat so bad. He realizes it. He just puts his hand up in the air. Touchdown. It's like seventy seven yards. Yeah, you cannot let that happen. <laughs> like you, you can't let something like that happen at all. Yeah. Uh, and then and so, was, I think it was like right after that, it was, it was a run play for another 40-something yards or something like that, touchdown. No, no. <laughs> you got to just – you got to let them – Ohio State has to – for Michigan to win, Ohio State has to score like every four or five drives. Instead of every drive. Instead they, of every drive. They literally scored on all seven of their drives in the first half. Yeah, you can't. you can't have that happen. At yeah, I, and that's the thing. Like, I, I'm I'm in this balance of like trying to give Michigan respect, but understanding how good Ohio State is on offense this year, understanding right. the the mental the mental you know makeup of the rivalry, which we both agree does matter. Uh, you have to teach teams how to win. Um, so, how good Ohio State is this year? The improving defense, the mental makeup of the rivalry, and just my overall lack of trust in Jim Harbaugh, and I don't, and I don't know how this is a blowout. And it's like, I want to give Michigan credit because I think they're good enough to make it not a blowout. And Nebraska and Penn State play close games with Ohio State, and I think Michigan's better than both of them. Yeah, but yeah. I just, I can't, I don't know, I, I don't see how this is a close game. Like, I, I get it because you're right. They get three, four sacks on Stroud. One of them's a forced fumble. 
uh, he gets he's a freshman. He gets a little nervous, throws a stupid mm-hmm. interception like he did against Nebraska. That is that is it right there. That's how they do it. But I don't know that they can do it. And the thing that concerns me the most, and not concerns me because I'm an Ohio State fan, but just in general talking about the game, the thing that concerns me the most is Michigan's over-reliance on the run game because the same. I'm going to say the same thing I said about Michigan State. Blake Corum and Hassan Haskins are good running backs. They're not Mo Ibrahim. It's yeah, Ibrahim. Man. I keep saying Ibrahim. It's Ibrahim. Mo Ibrahim. So how are they? I don't know that they can run the ball on Ohio State. I, I I don't I don't know either, and they will and they're gonna have to they're gonna have to do a really they're gonna have to try to run the ball on them, but I don't know if they can. You because know, the other thing is, that, that Lions back up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the other thing is like you like you said you can't get in a shootout. So the other way to win the game. Is one you get a couple of stops, but the other way to win a game is you go on methodical drives. You, yep, mm-hmm. you have to go you on long methodical drives five, and, and touchdowns. Yes, you need five or six minute drives, but you don't get a five or six minute drive if you're not running the ball. Yeah, because it has to be like that, and then you can allow Ohio State to have long methodical drives, but they have to score field goals. It has you, you, you can't you in or that or they stall out like you have to get sacks you have to you got to put them in third and long situations and so you could pin your ears back and stuff you can't let them just start off the you can't let them each drive start off seven yard run first down on the second and, play and then and eight yard run and then 15 yards on the next play you can't it, it can't be like that and it's and you have the to play is, you have to keep them in third down all the time and then you have to get off the field it's a it's a tall order, and it's like so. And they're good I, enough to do it. That's the crazy. They are good enough to do it. They can. It's just will they be prepared? Will they be coached up up enough to do it? Or will Jim Harbaugh be scared to play Ohio State again? Like he always I, is. As as much as much as they talk and as much as they've proven some stuff, they still lost to Michigan State. And so I don't really, believe really that they, game. <laughs> it, was a, it was a really good game. But if Michigan was not Michigan, they would have won that game because they should have won that game. They should have won. But that they game. cracked that the game. Should have been, yeah. And so I just don't see it. I don't see it. Yeah. I don't see I don't how either. they do. I, I'm not saying I'm, I, I'm not saying I see it. It's just you asked me if Michigan was to win that game, how yeah. did they do it? And, and I it think, would have to be like that. I think you laid it out perfectly. I, that's the only way they win the game because it's, it's not yeah. going to be. I, and the the other thing to add to what you said, they have to at least have one big play. Mm-hmm. They have to have Michigan at least, has to have their own I, one big play. Yeah, because everything put a little little fear in Ohio. You have yeah. to put fear in Ohio State to beat Ohio like, State. Not everything ha- like not everything can be methodical. They're gonna need that seventy yard run for a touchdown. They're mm-hmm. gonna need that like and and Ohio State's giving that up. They're gonna yes. need to get their best wide receiver in the middle on the safety. 60 yard bomb touchdown. They have to have it. And you but can't the thing let is, Ohio State be comfortable. Because once Ohio State is comfortable, they'll they'll just beat you with ease. Yeah, beat especially you with ease when they're comfortable. Especially when they're comfortable on defense. Because again, mm-hmm. as they've improved, they're still not great. I'm willing to call them a good defense now. I think they've done enough to prove that they're a good defense. But they're far from great. They're far from spectacular. And they're far from dominant. They're just good. They're decent. They're okay. 
But if you let them feel comfortable on defense, if you let that defensive line control the game, which is what happened at Michigan State, you have no chance. Because then they just get to be athletes. And they're going to out-athlete you. Mm-hmm. So, okay, before we go uh, to commercial, before we go to ads, uh, we, we'll we talk about other games when we get back. What are, what are your last thoughts on this game, and what is your score prediction? Um, I'll just give you my score prediction because I don't really have any final thoughts. But um, Ohio State 41, Michigan 30. You think they're going to score 30? Mm-hmm. That's a really good game. Yeah. That's a good I, game. I, I expect Michigan to give us a good game. If not, if you don't win, at least give us a good one. Okay. That's fair. I and have... like, it's like 41. Like, Ohio State gets that 41 in that in that end part where it's like, ah, yeah, the game's so on it's the like, It's like 34-30, and then Ohio State gets, the, gets that last touchdown. Yeah, and you're like, oh, okay. dang, almost. Okay. <laughs> like he almost okay. had it. Yeah. That that sounds like a really good game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not believing in that. I have Ohio ah. State, uh, forty five seventeen. All right. Um, and I'm hoping for your version because I want to see a good game. I just don't think it's gonna happen. Um, I don't think Michigan Especially can do we, it. I don't we, trust Jim Harbaugh. Talking about going to this game, I I. I'd rather not go to a game that's a blowout. <laughs> I really not. I really don't want to go to one of those. Yeah. Like my boy, my coworker said he went. He was going to the Ohio State Michigan State game, mm. and he was like, "I hope it's not a blowout." <laughs> <laughs> well, and it was twenty-one nothing in the first quarter. I was like, "Well, I know he's going home right now." <laughs> it's cold outside. Twenty-one nothing. Um. So I haven't asked you this question in a very long time. But before we go to break, I want to ask you this. We talked about Jim Harbaugh. There have been some positives. There's been some whatever. What do Michigan fans have to see for them to leave this game happy, win or lose? Can they? Because, or go ahead. If you, it, it, what I said. Really, so if it's a forty-one thirty, you think no, that's not even good. the score. It's just how they have to play. They have to. They have to. Um. They have to play, like, you gotta force Ohio State to be uncomfortable. If they show signs that they can force Ohio State into mistakes instead of them just having an easy go at it and having their own game, then you're happy because it's like, all right, you have turned you. You've changed your culture perception. Because before it was just like you're good unless you're going against a really good team. Because the, the, then it also it shows you that you changed you changed your culture perce- uh, perception in three weeks, not just in a few years. You changed it in a couple weeks because you showed like at first it was the same old same old against Michigan State, and then you come out and sh- mm, I don't know actually no because if you lose that game it's the, still the same old same old like even if you had a yeah. good game it's still the same old same old because you had a good game but you couldn't do enough to win it. So I guess you gotta win it. <laughs> you gotta that, win this that, game. That sounds crazy to a say. A very winnable game. I don't know if I go that far. It's it's if the Ohio it, it's it, it again, it's the what, most it's this while Ohio State's been good, it's still the most vulnerable I've seen Ohio State in a, in a while. It's still vulnerable. 
since JT Barrett was there, probably. Yeah. I just don't. I just won't say I'll qualify as a winnable game because I do think one thing about this game is this is out of Ohio. This is out of Michigan's hands. It depends on which Ohio State offense shows up. Sure. I, if if the offense that's been playing the last couple of games shows up, there's absolutely nothing that Michigan can if the do one, in this game. Yeah, if the one if the one that showed up against Penn State or Nebraska, especially then, the one against Nebraska, then it's like, but because they because they could still lose that game like Penn State and Nebraska did. But if that offense shows up, they have to win this game. There's no there's no way because 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 people have done this with Alabama, they've done it with Clemson and things like that. When Ohio State's at this kind of level and you lose, it's just like, whatever. There's nothing we could have done. This is the greatest offense we've ever seen. If you lose a game when Ohio State plays bad, you can't, you can't, um, you can't make excuses for that. Like, you yeah. can make excuses for this being – you can say they have three wide receivers with 1,000 yards. They have a, one of the best running backs in football. C.J. Stroud's going to win the Heisman. You can say all of that if Ohio State comes out and plays like they played the last two weeks. But if they come out and play like they did in Penn State, they come out like they played in Nebraska, and you still lose, then what's your excuse? Then what happened? Yeah. Because that you're, game becomes winnable. Yeah. If they start showing vulnerability and it's a winnable game and you still lose, then it's like you just are who you are. And it's sad because stop being who you are. <laughs> like, just, just stop it. Stop yeah. it. All right. So I have 45-17. You have 41-30. With that, we are going to go to break for ads. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about Minnesota, Wisconsin. We're going to talk about Rutgers, Maryland. Um, we already talked about Indiana Purdue. So yeah, we're going to talk about uh, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Rutgers, and Maryland, and then we're going to ride out the show with our pit stops. So with that, we'll be right back. All right, welcome back to Land Grant Holy Land's I seventy Football Show. As always, I am your host Jordan, and I'm here with my co-host Dante. Um, and neither one of us are, are super high on Michigan. Dante's higher than I am. Uh, we're both hoping for a good game. Um, and I'll, the last thing I'll say about that game as we go back to the show, I'm just happy that this is finally a game with national championship implications. I am one of the Ohio State fans, and I may Man, be one of the few. A big, a big, bright stage for Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm one of the Ohio State fans, and I may be one of the few, but I'm one of the Ohio State fans that wants Michigan to be good. Maybe not every year, because it is funny when they suck at at times, but it's like, (laughs) I look look at those games in the 80s and the 90s, when it's number one Ohio State versus number two Michigan, and it's like, damn, it would have been nice to watch one of those games. So, uh, that's the last thing I have to say about that. Um, so let's get into the other games. We're going to go to Rutgers and Maryland because there's really not much to say about this game. Uh, but as we say in the intro, we talk about Rutgers through Ohio State. We can't just talk about the big games. There are other important games that matter. And I'm a firm believer that national championships is not the only thing that matters in college football. Yeah. So Rutgers plays Maryland. Um, what we said did not happen. Last week we said that there's a chance that one of them could come up upset-minded and upset Penn State or Michigan. Didn't happen. They both got blew out. So the more (laughs) likely, (laughs) yeah. So the more likely thing happened of 
they're playing each other. Someone has to win this game. Someone's going to be bowl eligible and someone's not. They're both five and seven. Um, I think that makes this game interesting. Um, it's going to be a shoot out. You think so? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Both it. of these teams can put up very good, a lot of points, and both of these teams have terrible defenses. So, yes. Yeah, yes. I think this is going to be shoot a really out. good game. I'm actually hoping to be able to get this on one of my TVs. Uh, Man, you know what's going to stink. It's going to be a stinker and be 13 to 10. Oh, that's going to be so upsetting. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but this is going to be an interesting game, especially because it's two coaches who are at programs that are a little down in the dump, right? Two coaches who are trying really hard to get in-state recruiting back. Loxley's trying to lock down Maryland. Greg Schiano's trying to lock down, lock down Rutgers. Um, you see progress, and then you see games where you just shake your head like, y'all should have won that, that one. Um and there's a big difference between six and six and five and seven. Going to a bowl game is 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 big, especially when that game is against an equal, right? Like you're right. not playing Ohio State trying to get the bowl eligible. You're playing an equal. You are two teams on the same footing. Um, you are two teams who you don't have necessarily a natural rivalry because you weren't in the same conference to begin with, but Maybe. you should have a rivalry now because you can get to these schools in two or three hours from each other. You're right there. You recruit around the same thing, and this team is stopping you from being bowl eligible. So I think it's a good game. I think it's interesting. I Like I said, I hope I want to watch this game. Uh, I hope I get a chance to watch this game. Who do you think wins? I... I think I'm going to lean towards Rutgers. I think Maryland's defense is that much worse. Yeah, I think I'm going the same way. I just – I trust when it cuts these, – these, uh, these close games come down to a couple of things. They come down to who has the better quarterback and who's better coached. Maryland has the better quarterback, but I yep. think that – I think that Rutgers is better coached, and I think that they're tougher. This is a tough yeah. game, last game of the season – everything on the line, I think that's really where that like toughness, that coaching, that discipline, and that kind of stuff comes in. And that, to me, is more of a um, – it, it more signifies um, it Rutgers than Maryland. Yeah, and it's crazy because you say – and we both agree that Maryland has the better quarterback, but I think Rutgers' quarterback is more suited to – help that I not better suited, but I think Rucker, yeah, you're right. Rutgers as a team and that quarterback it's a little better to help that defense than Maryland's is. Because I think Maryland's defense is just so bad that even Maryland uh, uh I and I'm not even going I'm not gonna pronounce his name right. I know I'm not gonna get uh that name right. So Maryland's quarterback uh <laughs> It's Tolua It's just not. Yeah, I can't. Get last, <laughs> I cannot get that last name. <laughs> and I've tried several times. Well, it's um, definitely better not to say it than to say I'm wrong. I think that's more. Yeah, I, so I'd rather not butcher your name. Yeah, I, I know who you are, true. and I I know what it is in my head, just out loud. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> but uh, that I don't think Maryland's quarterback is good enough to overcome such a terrible defense where I think Rutgers is. And not only that, I think it's to overcome poor coaching. Yeah. 
Because I think that uh, Tallulah could have started at Alabama with the right coaching. I think, I mean, he obviously he didn't because Bryce Young is more talented, but I think he's talented enough and with the right coaching, he could have started there. I think he could have played at Ohio State. I think he could have played at some of these other things. And granted, he's not. If he was at Nebraska, man. I mean, Nebraska would give everything to have him. Man. They would. They would literally, they would give everything to have him. And he's being held back because his coaching is so bad. There's no he should be the bona fide second best quarterback in the league. Yeah. And he it does strike and he does strike fear into people at times, but it's just not enough because he the rest got of the no team weapons. He, and the yeah, coaching there's not a lot of weapons around him and stuff like that, so and it's just it's just crazy. And it sucks because their best wide receiver did get injured, Dante uh, Demas Jr. But it's just like and and then they have Rakeem Jarrett who just he was decent, but he he hasn't lived up to his five star that, that people thought he was gonna be. Yeah. But a part of it is just like we were saying, like in the beginning, it's Nick Saban's coaching tree, and some of them try too hard to be Saban, especially and the and the one thing that they always get wrong is Nick Saban was willing to change his offense. And for some mm-hmm. reason, almost everyone on his coaching tree still thinks it's freaking 2007. Like, how do you think it's 2007, but Nick Saban doesn't? Man, he's done the like, ball 50-something times. Like, that's what's mind-blowing. Like, you were on his staff in 2007 with A.J. McCarron and all these people, and he his whole offense is entirely different. First-round quarterbacks, first-round wide receiver. First, Najee Harris was first-round, right? Yes. First round running backs, all of this speed everywhere, spread it out, then just totally different. And as his as off of his coaching tree, you haven't figured out offense. Nope. And and so it's just like yeah, a lot. I just don't think that's. I mean, that's Georgia's biggest issue. Georgia should have two national championships already because they have everything else. Kirby Smart just refuses to be a good offensive coach and to hire a good offensive coach. Yeah. Stubbornness. Ryan, uh, if, if Nick Saban was the coach at Georgia, he's not letting Justin Fields go to Ohio State. No. He sat his starting quarterback down in the national championship game and won it. Insane. And then let him transfer. I said, we're good. Thank you for what you've done. We're good. (laughs) I like, so, yeah, I I do think Rutgers gets this one. I just think in a a game of equals, I think that Rutgers is a little bit further along in their process. Is that Trayvon Diggs? No, he's not number, he's number seven, not 27. Uh, Patrick yeah, Mahomes just got seven. injured. I don't know who twenty seven is. What? Um. But yeah, so I do think Rutgers wins, wins this one. They get bowl eligible, which is a positive step for Greg Schiano. But eventually, yeah. eventually they're gonna have to get to like seven or eight wins, kind of thing. They'll get there eventually. I think. I do think he's gonna have them between six and eight wins most years, which is kind of what you. Expect what you can ask for from them. Oh man, Travis um, Kelsey, that was just bad. My bad. <laughs> no, no, you're good. Um, but yeah, so I do think Rutgers gets this game. So yeah. to the last game that we're going to talk about, and there's really, 
I don't know how much there is to talk about it. I really just have one question. Minnesota and and Michigan are in a similar place. They are teams that are trying to get better, but can't exercise their demons against their rivals. Um, from 2004 to 2017, Wisconsin was on a 14-game win streak in the rivalry. Sheesh. Um, Minnesota wins in 2018. And then 2019, when Minnesota's 10-1 and one with a chance to go to the Big Ten Championship game, they get blown out, lose by 21 points. Twenty uh, Lose last year, so now it's a two-game winning streak. Um, it's a good season. It, it has been, for the most part, a good season. But 8-4 and four is better than 7-5. and five. Do you yep. give Minnesota any chance to beat Wisconsin? I do. I do. I do think Wisconsin could come out and lay a, like, lay a dud and get blown out by Minnesota. I can see that happening, especially since um, they did struggle against Nebraska. Yeah, that game, the, the game didn't wait. It took a whole quarter before it started getting um, interesting. Teams yeah. started putting up points. And without a superstar running back, they lose. Yeah. Without your running back going for 220 yards and three touchdowns, you lose that game. And that's yeah. not a that's not a really a repeatable performance. Like, you can't yeah. just, like, all right, get 200 yards back to back. Like, it can happen, but I don't know, man. I, I just, it's, I don't know. I can see Minnesota winning this game, really. And I can see Minnesota blowing them out. Like, you, like, um, like a, not like a Ohio State blown out Michigan State thing, but it just come out of nowhere. Like how, um, <sighs> last week, last week, last week, last week. I can see, like, a Penn State Rutgers, just 28 nothing. 28-7, something like that. I could see like a 28-7, mm-hmm. uh, especially because I don't trust Graham Mertz. And, I mean, he hasn't been slowed down yet, but if you yeah. can slow down Braylon Allen, you have a chance. And that's the thing that's always hurt Wisconsin. They're always one-dimensional. Yeah. And that's why I say they need to fire their coach because, like, you have something special there. You do. But at this point, it's either lack of trying or lack of ability why you can't get a passing game. I'm, I'm and either like one of them and and either one of them is unacceptable. Yeah. So I I agree. I really don't know how I feel about this game because it's like do I trust Wisconsin to end the season on an eight game winning streak? Or is it seven? Eight game winning yeah, they were one and four. Now they're one and three. Now they're eight and three. Yeah, an eight game winning streak. Yeah. No, that math is wrong. They played twelve games, one and three, eight games. Yeah, no, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. Um, I'm tripping. Yeah. <laughs> Do I trust Wisconsin to go on an eight game winning streak? I don't know. Eight don't games know in a row is a lot. But then at the same time, when we talk about with Michigan, you add in the psych, you add in psychology, you add in how hard it is to to beat a rival, especially one that's been dominating you. Um, Minnesota it's, has lost some games that they shouldn't. It's Truly. just, yeah, it's 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 hard. I think, unfortunately, and I hate to say it, it's just the way it goes. We're gonna get the game that we thought we were gonna get and don't want, yeah. 
I do think Wisconsin wins this game, and I think we yeah. get Ohio State Wisconsin for the thirtieth time. And I, I I'd rather get Ohio State Wisconsin instead of Ohio State and Iowa. Right, yeah, because Ohio State would get because at I least don't want it. I don't at least Wisconsin. Yeah, I, I don't, like Wisconsin has a chance to keep it close for a little bit, and I yeah, would like yeah. to see. I would like to see Braylon Allen against Ohio State's defense. I would. Too. That would be very interesting. Yeah. Um, it's gonna end up. The year's gonna end how we thought it was. Ohio State, Wisconsin, Indiana. It's not. It didn't go how we thought it was gonna go, but the but, end result is gonna be the same. Yeah, the end result is still the same. Yeah, I think still the same. So if you think Wisconsin's gonna win, I think we both agree on that. Is the game close, or does Wisconsin yeah. dominate them? No. Okay. It's gonna you be think it's close. It's gonna be twenty-eight, twenty-one. I can. It's see. gonna be a touchdown, if not a field goal, but it's not gonna be a blowout. Not for Wisconsin, at least. Yeah. I think I. I think I agree with that. I think it's gonna be a good game, though. I do think it's gonna be a really good game. I think Minnesota. This is going to be a game that you're going to want to watch. I think there's going to be some some faked field goals, fake punts, something exciting is going to happen. Ooh, like there's going yeah, to be some. I don't think they're plays. going to be successful, but there's definitely going to be fake ones. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be something's going to happen because unlike Jim Harbaugh, I do think PJ Fleck has shown the willingness to throw out the baby with the with the bathwater. Like yeah. he's he's throwing everything out there. I don't know if, like you said, I don't know if it's going to be successful, but I do think we'll see him give give it a go. Which is important. That's what I want to see from people. Like, yeah. At least try. Don't just give up. Yeah, when you do something. Yeah. So, the games that we previewed, we think Indiana's going 0-9 in the Big Ten. We got Rutgers winning against Maryland. Wisconsin winning against Minnesota. And Ohio State beating Michigan. That leaves Iowa and Nebraska which is going to be another game that Scott Frost loses when he should have won. Um, ah, man. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? Against that ball hawking defense? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be, a, it's going to be bad. And then yeah. we have uh, Penn State versus – oh, we didn't talk about Penn State, Michigan State. Michigan State. Mm. That's going to be a good game. It, I hope so. I don't you know, know how I Penn State. You, you know, I don't know. Is it, you think Michigan State's, like, mentally beat up? Not under Mel Tucker. I think he's a really good coach. Mm-hmm. I okay. honestly think yeah. they could. I don't. I don't know that they will because you know Penn State's playing better. Oh, the yeah. other thing with that game though is Sean Clifford did get injured, so who I don't know mm-hmm. if he plays. Right. I when you add in, I think Michigan State's mentally tough. Yeah, um, and so. Sean Clifford may not play. I think this is a blowout. Yeah, I think but Michigan I hope it's State. not. This is the perfect overtime game. I want to see this game go to overtime. <laughs> overtime, like a few of them. Huh? <laughs> yeah, like I want this to be like this has a this has a chance to be the best game of the weekend. It's just kind of upsetting that Sean Clifford may not play. He's had a he's had yeah, a tough I, season. Yeah, he has. This is this would be his third game. He's Something like second that. or third. I know he's. I, think, I know this at the least is going to be his second game. I think it's the he, second game he missed, and then he played Illinois really injured when he should have yeah. missed it. Yeah. 
I think that's what it is. So, yeah. So, we have uh, Penn State, Michigan State, Northwestern, Illinois, which is just, oh, my God. That's Illinois going like, to blow them out. <laughs> Illinois like, going to blow them out. Yeah. yeah like, like, why are you giving us that game? That's the sickest yeah. game. That's, that's Illinois the sickest getting a game. blowout win. Illinois going to put it like 43. <laughs> to end the season <laughs> on a high note. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I see. I'm, I'm yeah. with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, that's, that's all the games next week. Just a bit of news before we go to our pit stops. Ohio State jumped Alabama in the AP poll, number two. The AP poll doesn't really matter, but that is an interesting decision. I think they were right to do it. I was really surprised that they did it. So the question that I have is, do you think Ohio State jumped Alabama in the playoff poll or no? Do you think they should? Uh, No, I think they're about the same same team. Talented wise, I I wonder you could it, I, either or, really, but I don't think they will. I think oh I agree with that within reason. I think Alabama's a little better on defense. I think Ohio State's much better on offense. Uh, Alabama's offense is good. It is a really good offense. It is. I just think Ohio State's is special. Okay. Um, and the only thing I would say is I think Ohio State's playing better right now. So I think that they should jump them. Okay. I don't think they will. Um, it also really doesn't matter as much. Like, yeah, those are like really minor details that you get excited for and everything changes in a week. Eventually, Alabama's going to have to play Georgia. But I do think that for the people who matter, if you're doing the Because we still polls, have Auburn anyway. Like Alabama yeah. still has to play Auburn next week. Right. But for the people who matter, if you're doing the polls the right way, who's playing best right now, and you take in the fact that they beat the number seven team in the country, I do think Ohio State should jump them. Yeah. So that's that. Yeah. There's a a toss up. Like, I could see them not doing it. Like, I can see that happening. Yeah. So we're going to go to your pit stop first because we're going to end this po- <laughs> we're going to end this posi- this podcast on a positive note. I think Fair we enough. have a I think we have a tendency not to do that. Um yeah. but as always <laughs> when you're traveling I70 or any road trip, you have to take a pit stop. You you change course, look at the map, whatever that is. So that's what our pit stops are on this podcast. If you're new listening, it's where we take a moment and we talk about something that doesn't have to be related. It doesn't even have to be football. It can be anything that's just anything that's not the Big Ten. Um, and so, Dante, go ahead with your pit stop. Uh, so my pit stop is how uh, white men can feel upwards with such regard. It's crazy. Because today, earlier today, Jordan sent me the pretty much whole like this this touchdown inter to interception uh ratio for the Lions quarterback that started today, Tim Boyle. And apparently this man has been nothing but trash and is a NFL quarterback, backup quarterback. Like somehow is in the league. And it blows my mind because it's people like him, uh who did I say? Uh Jeff Fisher. And like I'm not even just talking about quarterbacks. I'm coaches, Jeff Fisher, uh uh Jason Garrett Mike McCarthy, um, uh, uh, Kirk Cousins. I mean, <laughs> it, it just somehow, some way, can be completely either trash, mediocre, or trash altogether, and make millions. Yeah. Millions, 
<laughs> Tim Boyle, Tim, I, I gotta, I have to throw the stat out there. So Tim Boyle, Boyle's co- collegiate career had it was a total of twelve interceptions to twenty six intercept. I mean, twelve TDs to twenty six interceptions at for two his whole collegiate schools. career at two different schools. At that, two different schools, and somehow made it on the backer, the backers, the Packers hmm. backup Q, uh, QB spot for three years, three years. And now he's playing backup for the Lions and making $2.5 million where he did nothing but complete three passes for the Packers in three years. That's insane to me. It's insane to me. I promise you, I can only go for three, three completions and fifteen yards. If you want to just give away two point five million dollars, I, I would do much slant. better with that money. Yeah, I could do much better with that money than he is. I, and I deserve slant, more. A screen. I, 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 I'm probably solid at a ten yard. I, 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 I promise you, I have. I won't have negative sixteen rushing yards. That's a it'll fact. be five. Get, it'll be five. But it won't be negative. I'm I'm, I'm going to have a positive, too. I can climb the pocket and dive forward. Especially because, like, I'm not a million-dollar quarterback, so I don't need to value my health. I will climb the pocket and just dive forward, put the ball out there, get two yards, and be done. That's it. It just blows my mind. And like it, I don't know. People haven't really heard me go on rants about Jeff Fisher, but I, 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 I despise Jeff Fisher as much as Stephen A. did. <laughs> Truthfully. I couldn't believe how many jobs he kept getting. And that's the, nothing. And that's the thing with, especially with the coaches who are not good, is people have this tendency to want a quote unquote proven coach, even if they're not good. Like, like how did what? Mike, what have they proven? How did they Mike proven McCarthy, that they can scam people into giving them jobs? Because that's what I he, look at it. Yeah, how did he fail up to the Cowboys job? And the Cowboys job is one of the best jobs that have opened recently. They have yeah. a they have a top five quarterback. They have two good running backs. They have a top five offensive line. Their defense they have is two really the good receivers. Yeah, and young receivers. They mm-hmm. had a high draft pick, and their defense is the only thing that really needed to work. And their defense was serviceable because they have Leighton Vander S, who's a decent linebacker. Like they had if he's Jaylen, there, when he's there, yeah, when he's, 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 yeah, he's always uh, injured. He's the same as what's his name uh, that they let go not too long ago. That uh, Vander, uh, that Vander, uh, I can't get his name. Jalen Smith. He, no, he took over from him. There's another white guy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know who you're talking yeah. about. I can't think of his name yeah. either, but I know yeah, exactly who you're talking about. They're the same player. Um, Pretty much. <laughs> good, good when healthy, but always injured. Always injured. Yeah. Um, the Christian but, McCaffrey of defense. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, how did he fail? Like, like you hate Aaron Rodgers. We get that. That's that's a, new, a rant for another day. But Aaron Rodgers is one of the most talented quarterbacks. And some of his failure had to do with Mike McCarthy. Yeah. I'll give me you that. And you, me and you could coach Aaron Rodgers to two Super Bowls. I'm not even saying wins. Aaron Rodgers yeah. has only been to one Super Bowl his entire only life. Wins. Mm-hmm. A quarterback that talented, we could coach him to three or four quarterback. And he's in the NFC, which has been the lesser division. You didn't he didn't have to beat Peyton Manning and Tom Brady and Phillip Rivers to get there. Yeah, you just now had to start beating like you only had to beat Tom Brady last you year. You had like, to beat Tony Romo. Last year. 
Yeah. You had to beat Tony Romo. You had to beat um 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 who's the Cowboys he, quarterback? Like, who was the who was this uh this the Bears quarterback for a, for a really long time? Cutler. Yeah, you had to beat Jay Cutler. Like like these are the quarterbacks that you were having. Jared to Goff. Beat. I mean, you got blow. You got beat up on by Jared Goff. Like you had to beat freaking um, Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Yeah. Your only competition should have been Russ. Russell, and Russell Seattle Wilson. hates Russ. So they don't want him <laughs> to succeed. <laughs> Seattle hates Russ. And, and they they're loving him because they tried to make him the, fr- the face of that Super Bowl and then lost. And now they because they didn't <laughs> Because they didn't trust him and wouldn't let him throw the ball. No, they made him. Well, no, they did well, trust him. Yeah. It was the I'm other sorry. Remember, That's, it should have been given yeah. to Marshawn. That was in that game. I was more thinking other games while they haven't gotten there. Oh, because yeah. they wouldn't let him throw the ball, but like in the actual Super Bowl, yes, they should have. They trusted him a little too much, yep. um, and so it's just like you couldn't get to more than one Super Bowl with Aaron freaking Rodgers, and you fail upwards. And honestly, and honestly, was lucky to win the one you did. If we be real, they didn't win, did they? Aaron Rodgers doesn't Bowl have they a won? Aaron Rodgers yeah, has a sure. Super Bowl win. Yeah, he beat the Steelers. Oh, I don't know why because he picked on William, he picked on William Gay for a whole uh, second half. And oh like, yeah, I don't game. know. I don't know why I thought they lost that one. No, but because it, it was that close. That's why <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was that close. It wasn't that. It wasn't that big of a. Uh, yeah, it wasn't like a statement win. Like Ben, it's 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 really could be easily said that Ben has three. It's just and you, and we could have been like Ben beat Aaron Rodgers. Like we could, we it could have easily been that it could have been the uh, storyline. Now you let Eli Manning get, get two, two Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. I'm just you let Eli Manning get two. Eli Manning was able to beat Tom Brady in a big game, and it's just like I just don't, I just don't get it. And here's the other I, thing: Did Eli Manning even have to beat Rodgers to get there? No. Because they were like missing playoffs and losing in the first round and stuff like that. Yes. Like yes. he hasn't even been to the he hasn't even been to the NFC championship game. Like Aaron Rod no, Aaron Rodgers is one in four in NFC championship games. That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. and and some of that's on Aaron Rodgers, but a lot of that's yeah. on Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy. It's back and he and 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 like so the whole point is just like you what was it? Twelve and twenty six. Twelve touchdowns, twenty six interceptions, something yeah. like that. How With are negative you, of two hundred and some rushing yards? How are you an NFL quarterback making two point five million dollars? And 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 Tim Tebow, who we all know is just bad, just bad, was able to still get a shot. What are we giving him a shot for? And we, and collect a paycheck. Late. Yeah, because it was too late for you to change your mind about your position, and now and now we're giving him a chance to do that six, seven years later. That's insane. And a position he's literally never played once in his career. No, and we gave him a chance to do that at the highest level, just failing upwards. I so you know sometimes it just seems like it could be so fun being a white man. <laughs> I mean, and I'm not, and I bet you I'm like not the only like I bet you white women even think that like it's probably really cool. <laughs> to be a white man. I just don't get it. 
me, you, and a lot of the people listening, I know for a fact there's at least one person in here listening who probably played quarterback in college, D3 or something like that, played some quarterback in high school, whatever, because I didn't play quarterback in high school. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact whoever's listening to that, they could have played better than him. They could have did the exact given the opportunity. <laughs> there's, probably, there's probably someone that played quarterback in high school and didn't get a chance to play in college because they're like 5'11", and it was yep. before being 5'11 was cool. Yep. And so you didn't get recruited to college, but if you would have been 6'4", like this kid, you would have had a better college career. It's really, Four it's really years. insane. He's on his fourth or fifth year in the NFL. Yeah, that, that makes no sense to me. You have a five, you're a vet. He shouldn't be a vet. <laughs> so, now he has, so now he's getting the vet minimum, which is like a mil, a million dollars. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm, just, I'm, I'm disgusted. That's insane. It's not fair. Absolutely it's not fair. <laughs> it's just, it's, yeah, it's just what it is. It's not fair. He's making $2.5 million dollars to be bad. To be bad. At every be, single to, level. He is. He got given He got given $2.5 million with no real proof that he deserves it. No, he had three passes in his entire NFL career for 15 yards and got and was given $2.5 million to be a bad nah. guy. Nah. Give me that money. If you want to just waste two point five million dollars, give it to charity. Like, like, give literally, it to, give it to the homeless. Give pay it to off the somebody's student loans. Do something. something like something. There's so much better ways to spend that money. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, yeah. Okay, I don't have much else to say about that. I just can't believe it. When I saw that, I just couldn't believe it. I was literally, I was like, physically ill. That that dude was that bad in every like it's it, like I get every it. sense like, of the word of a quarterback really like Josh <laughs> Rosen wasn't a good quarterback he's gonna be a backup forever till he decides to retire but he was good in college Jacob Eason wasn't a good NFL quarterback the coach let him go he's gonna be a backup for a while he was good in college Sam Ellinger not good enough to be a starter he was good in college there are all these players who were good in college and just aren't good in the NFL that is fine because the yep. NFL is hard. But you weren't even good in college. Nope. I'm making myself angry. So let's let's end positively. <laughs> let's end positively with my pit stop. My pit stop is not always positive. As anyone who listens to this knows all the time, I like to yell and I get angry about a lot of stupid stuff. So, But I do have a positive one today. And my positive one is about Jonathan Taylor. I think, and I want to know if you agree with this, because there's really three answers. I think Jonathan Taylor is the best running back in the league. And if he's not the best, he's at least the most complete. What say you? Still no. I still think it's Nick Chubb. I'm not mad at that because Nick Chubb is a monster. I love Nick Chubb. I think it's Nick Chubb, then him, then him. And then it's uh, Nick Chubb's teammate, Kareem Hunt. Then it's (laughs) – then I'll give you like – oh, that's crap. Derrick Henry? Yeah. So, okay. So – well, okay, since Derrick Henry's hurt, and we can we can te- technically for this season take him out of it. Well, time out. Before we take him out of it, I think uh-huh. Jonathan Taylor and Nick Chubb are both better running backs than him. I just no. think – I just – no, because hear me out. What okay. would they do if they were given 30 carries a game like him? Nick Chubb is given 30 carries no, a game. No, he's not because he splits it with – he splits it. And Jonathan Taylor gets like 12 in a lot of games. <laughs> I think I that's think, because y'all be down. That's because I'm y'all be down it, sometimes. I'm just gonna put it this way. I'm gonna put it this way. Put those two 
and his offense, where they're the only offense. They don't try to pass. Oh, they probably they do run the same. Or they probably get away with the same. I don't know about better. And close. part of the reason, part of the reason, because I, I don't maybe, think I don't think Jonathan Taylor is going to get two get two thousand yards this year, but Derrick Henry definitely was. Right, but a, a part of that is Jonathan Taylor has multiple games where he has like ten carries. Because part of it but is the, never, part of it is the, the head coach. No, part of it is the yeah. head coach is used to be a quarterback, and so he just likes to throw the ball. He forgets that he has a good running back. There was yeah. literally a game where Carson Wentz threw the ball like fifty times. Carson Wentz Weren't never they down threw the in ball. That game? For, no, oh, that game went to like overtime. It was like a close game. They just forgot that. Oh, that makes Taylor sense. Was That's yeah, yeah. And they threw the ball like fifty times, and he threw like two interceptions. So, but again, I. I I don't think there's a wrong answer between Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, and Jonathan Taylor. The reason why I have Jonathan Taylor and Nick Chubb over Derrick Henry is they're better mm-hmm. catching the ball. And I think if how often how many how often do you watch Tennessee games? I watch them pretty frequently. He's not he's, bad. He's not bad. He, I just think he he could be better. Could, yeah. Okay. But again, uh-huh. again, that is that is. That it that's if you if you say Derrick Henry, I am not mad at you. I think, yeah, I, think I forgot about Derrick Henry. I and think it's those you know three you know and who then everybody kind else. Of Dalvin Cook, not well, also, but I was going to say Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, but he's always injured, so it's like he is. He's he kind of taking himself out of that a little bit. Yeah, I give you but that. The, but those are probably the top five. Those three: yeah. Dalvin Cook and Christian McCaffrey, are probably the top five, right? Yeah, yeah, I give you that. So I'll take it back a little bit. Even if he's not the best, I think he's the best running back. I think no, I still have him second. I do think Nick Chubb is better. Um, okay, I think he's the second best running back in the league, but he's having the best overall season because even though Derrick because he Henry hasn't was been hurt, good, yeah. But also, even though Derrick Henry was I okay. So the reason Nick why Chubb has been out too. Remember, Nick Chubb was out for two games. Yeah. The reason why I say he was having the best overall season, even without the injuries, is Nick uh, John Derrick Henry was going to rush for two thousand yards, but yeah. Jonathan Taylor, carries. yeah, <laughs> Jonathan Taylor was going to have two thousand yards from scrimmage. It wasn't going to be two thousand yards rushing, but he was going to have two thousand yards, and he has even with them being healthy, he has the two longest runs, and in, in the league this year, he has the longest catch by a running back this year he has three plays over 70 yards and he has 15 total touchdowns so he was going to be like he wasn't going to lead the league in rushing if Derrick Henry was still there but he would have had more touchdowns better reception like so I still think his season was going to be a little bit better as a complete back is if that's I can see that I can see why you say that yeah and now it's just because Derrick Henry's injured and Nick Chubb has missed games, he's going to have leading the league and rushing added to that. But that is, he was not going to have that without Derrick Henry being injured. Derrick Henry yeah. got injured and it took him three games to pass him in rushing. Passing That's how good, because yeah. Derrick Henry was on a stupid pace. So yeah, respect his words. Dummy dude. mission. <laughs> yeah, like I just, don't, <laughs> I just don't even understand what, the, what was going on. But literally, there. this is almost, I think this is the third game this season where if they wouldn't have stopped giving him the ball, he would have had 200 yards rushing. So today he ended with 32 carries for 185 yards and four touchdowns. He had 19 carries. He had 19 yards. Yeah, he had 19 receiving yards on three receptions and a touchdown. 
He had five. He had five touchdowns in this game. That's nuts. That's my pit stop. Jonathan Taylor is on a ridiculous pace, and yeah. you never know what's going to happen. You never know what's going to happen because people get injured. But one fun game that I like to play, and you know this because we talked about it on the other podcast, is who is playing right now that has Hall of Fame potential. Derrick Henry is a Hall of Famer. Yeah, Nick Chubb should be a Hall of Famer if as long as he doesn't get injured. And Jonathan Taylor can be a Hall of Famer. It's just a little too early for him because it's only a second year and injuries can happen. But if he yeah. stays on this pace, I think those are three running backs that in our lifetime that could be Hall of Famers that are currently playing. And I think that's really fun. I think that's really interesting. And I hope that they all stay healthy for a very long time. Oh, relatively healthy because I mean you know honestly Jonathan Taylor because it's been I've never really seen um the Colts have a really good running back like really because they haven't they haven't had one since Edger and James who just got into the Hall of Fame and Edger and James is a little bit before us where we're like really cognitively remembering football like he's in our lifetime but not like not as an adult where we really he's not yeah he he we were really young yeah so. I, as a Colts fan, I love it. But I also, just as a college football fan, it's always great when players who are good in college translate to the league because so many of them don't because it's a hard, it's a hard sport. Leonard Fournette didn't trans. I mean, Leonard Fournette had a better career than Trent Richardson, but he didn't have the career that he had in college. Trent Richardson yeah. had no career. So, like, I mean, Nick Chubb is really the only Georgia running back who's had a great career. DeAndre Swift is decent. Um, actually, DeAndre Swift is good. He's actually he's doing really good. He was yeah, doing he good, had for, a really good, yeah, he good for them. Yeah, he had a really good game. But, like, TJ Yeldon didn't. Um, oh, already, man. Um, I forgot was, about him. Was TJ Yeldon Georgia or Alabama? Alabama. Okay. But, yeah, so there's a lot of, especially running backs, there's a lot of people who don't transfer. So that's my pit stop. Jonathan Taylor had a career. He went to the Raiders, didn't he? That kind of makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm weak. He really wasn't um, giving a good hand to start. Trent Richardson was Bama, too. Who was the really good Georgia running back that was there the same time as Nick Chubb that didn't do good? Because remember, uh, Georgia had three running backs in the same and and, yeah. and that went league. May, I think maybe DeAndre Swift was the youngest one, but it was Nick Chubb, I, yeah. and there was two other ones right above him that didn't do. I, can't, really I well. can't think of their names to save my life. I can't like I can't even fathom what the one of their names start with, but I do yeah. know who you. But you about. know, like the time period to get. Yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. Jonathan Taylor, great running back in college, great running back in the pros one of the top three to five best running backs in the league. He just had a career day, um, and I'm happy for him. That's my pitch stop. Any uh, final words? No, man. I think this is a really good episode. I think we did a really good job today. Yep, I think this is a good show. Next episode is going to be really, really fun. I'm talking about those last games. uh, Talking about the next championship game. No matter the score or what happens in that Michigan-Ohio State game, next week is going to be exciting because of that game regardless yeah for sure for sure um and so with that uh, as always thank you for traveling i-70 with us uh if you enjoy the episode leave a five-star review you can mention uh make sure you mention dante and i you can find me on twitter at jordan w330 dante where can they find you at dante m10216 uh 
and he got it right. That's the that just shows how good the show was. We're in on a yeah, high man. note. <laughs> right, we will talk to you all next week.